The 472nd edition of the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by GameTime. GameTime tickets make the perfect holiday gift. Sign up at gametime.co and use promo code CFBX for $20 off. GameTime.co, promo code CFBX. Heidi Ho, DeGenerinos, welcome to episode 472 of the MMA Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Going out to one of our friends in the Discord, Burr, who those... Horrible uh, bookmakers at Bovado, I think it is, are, are limiting the, the man's account because he's such a sharp. So free, free this bird. Goes out, <laughs> this goes out to yeah, free bird. This that's a good name for the episode. Free bird, not free bird. We're not talking about Skinnerd. Uh, free bird. Um, let the man gamble. Come on, he can't be that smart, can he? Anyhow, this goes out to Burr and the free bird movement. Thank you for coming to the show, episode four seventy two. I'm on your host Jeff Chalks Fox. You're probably thinking. What are these guys in my ear holes and my eye holes again? UFC is closed up shop till the middle of January. I should have a break from these losers, but no, we are not going anywhere. Even Christmas Day, we're going to be in your ears and eye holes so you don't have to spend time with your family. Today, we're, we're covering one of our favorite promotions, even though you may not be able to bet on it. Not just Burr, none of us will be able to bet on it, more, more than likely, unless someone petitions a book and they, they put uh, numbers up for it. That would be our favorite promotion. I think it's a favorite promotion. Maybe Samurai Fight House. Let's bring in the Carl Pilkington of the show, Gumby Vreeland, and uh, we'll, we'll discuss. Do you understand my reference? Connor Pilkington? Kyle, Kyle Pil- uh, Carl Pilkington. I don't. Okay, I good. Yeah, that's fine. We'll just leave it then. Perfect. All right. All right, he's wearing fine. his no contest hat again. Uh, different one. He's wearing the oh, home the colors. Away. away. This, is, this is the away one. Yeah. Away one. Hope everyone Googled Gumby Vreeland's baseball stats. <laughs> At Nichols College, he's a fantastic relief pitcher. Well, you can you can Google a Gumby Vreeland. You probably won't find anybody. Yes, sure, not my legal name. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but uh, uh, not his not his government name. It's true. Uh, um, uh. <laughs> Samurai Fight House Gumby. We've covered this Samurai Fight House before. We don't just we did a whole episode on this, did we not? No, this is our first. Oh, really? No, thought we did maybe. Man, I don't, I think maybe we talked I'm, about. I'm going to interest checking it. Go ahead. Here, here's my my theory, and you, you you the intern can tell me if I'm right or wrong in a second. I think back when we used to have to do the mix and match regional events, yeah, I think okay. we covered okay. like two samurai fight house fights, along with like yeah. you know some other you know like maybe Lux or something like that. We squeezed into it all into one because uh, we deemed neither of the promotions were ready for a full episode. But we're in the lull. We love Samurai Fight House. They do yep. put on exciting fights. They seem to be getting more and more like legitimate UFC yeah. level prospects. Yeah, like a and real they, promotion. Yeah, and they're putting five title fights on here. Look, I'll I'll go ahead and say this, and you can, <gasps> you can get ready. You can take this to the bank. This is better than other things on Fight Pass. I will tell you that right straight up. You hear uh, that, aggregators? That, there's your headline, everyone aggregating this podcast. It's better than some things on Fight Pass. <laughs> it's true. I'm sure it is better than some things. Yeah, uh, I checked. The intern says episode 342, Bellator 296 betting guide in brackets, Samurai Fight House Party. So 
Um, I think that we just mentioned it. Episode. Yeah, I think we mentioned Maybe. it, but we didn't break anything down. <laughs> no, I, I was thinking of Muradov Professional League, which we did a whole episode on, I think. <laughs> we did. We they, sure they were did. rough days, Gumby. <laughs> that was that was last January. That was almost a year ago. Uh, yep. And I remember having um, to scour Instagram for results. Yes, Emory Fight House is one of our one of our favorites because um, we haven't covered that. Uh, what's the fun? There's a couple ones. Happy, happy Elephant. elephant. Happy you got to cover Happy Elephant. Yeah, yeah. And then there's the one that puts all the SEO keywords together and they named it from their promotion one, after one it. pride MMA fight night <laughs> UFC. Yes. <laughs> J- just bleed. Yes. That's, yeah. that's the one. Um, yeah. So no, we're doing Samurai fight house. Um, Cause regional MMA Gumby is really good at making these picks and by our download numbers, you sick. There's enough sickos willing to watch and or listen to us do these episodes. So we're, we're going to keep doing them because it's fun. Um, so yeah, as Gumby said, it's, uh, they have five title fights. So we're going to, all we're covering is, is title fights tonight for, um, summary fight house. And this event is going down on the 22nd. So this coming Friday. So, um, don't worry. We got you covered pretty much every day, right through the holidays. There, there is, is an event or, or we're going to tell you about an upcoming event. So you won't have to spend time with your family. You won't have to do anything other than gambling. I remember like, yeah, uh, in the olden days before we went to discord when we still just were in the slack there was christmas eve the one year people were desperate for gambling it was like russian women's gym gymnastics no uh volleyball people were betting on so oh badman yeah. there was some korean badminton, badminton yeah yeah that's true too yep yep I, I think it may have been uh pandemic days as well so yes um we're not going quite that low here well maybe we are we're, we're going to uh a buenos Aires, argentina to talk about samurai fight house so but as gumby said these cards are, are actually not that bad, and um, looks like they got some squash matches uh, made made here. Though uh, there's some people like the one half, I'm like, oh, this person might be a prospect, and then the other half, I'm like, oh, this person's a journeyman who gets beat up a lot. So yeah, there's there's two of those for sure uh, that I I was like, ooh, why are we doing this? Uh, but yeah, in uh, th- there is actually some back and forth fights though too that are that are pretty fun. Maybe squash is wrong. Maybe a showcase fight. Maybe we'll say it because I'm sure they want to get some of their fighters into the UFC. There already are semi fight house fighters in the UFC. That's right. right. The the we've, best we've uh, few, right? the best featherweight in the planet. Yes, Eileen Perez. Yep, for <laughs> sure. Was there others as well? Uh, one of the ones on the show today was just on Contender Series. Right. Yep. 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 Um, and, uh, with the uh, unfortunate nickname. Yep. Yep. That guy. I remember him. Um, we have a lot of nicknames. I don't remember the name. We'll, we'll get to it. Don't worry. We'll, we'll get to it. No, maybe. Uh, no, not this one. I'm sorry. Uh, no, this. Uh, I prepared for a bunch of shows and I don't think. Yeah, no, no. This this episode. There's some. We're definitely the, not taping four shows right in a row. Just in case. no way, man. <laughs> we're not going to be wearing the same. Out, we're not going to be wearing the same outfits four days in a row here. Never. Or a week in a row. Um, all right. Well, we should uh, probably get cracking. Maybe I should tell you about one of our sponsors and then we'll get cracking into Samurai Fight House. Uh, we don't want to be in here forever. You know, it's busy, busy time of year for you people. Let me tell you about Underdog Fantasy first. Shall I? I shall. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, and college football, and MMA. Please don't forget about MMA, people. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. This will be interesting uh, since we're we're definitely not taping a week in advance. So interesting how, uh, how far ahead Gumby can look for his picks here. Um, <laughs> this episode we're dropping immediately. So Gumby, give us a play. Even for uh, tonight, if you like, I- I'm going to take, uh, yeah, if we're, we're going to go tonight and that that's an option, I'm going to take, uh, Joel Embiid's 
higher than on his rebounds. They're listed at only 12.0. He's, you know, he's pretty much put up way more than that every single game over the last like four or five, you know, like 14, 15 every single time. So yeah, give me over or uh, higher than 12 and a half. If you want more underdog fantasy plays for the NBA tonight, check out sportsgamblingpodcast.com because I made the picks for today. Uh, so watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to 100 bucks. Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. All right. Should we go to Buenos Aires, Gumbo? Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Have you ever been to? No, you've never been to South America, right? I have not, no. Neither, neither have I. Um, so we'll pretend we're going to Buenos Aires, Argentina, to the club Yupanqui. I'm sure it's a, a wonderful establishment. Sam Rafai has 14. Tito versus El Toro. There is a great, great title for an event. Uh, that will be this Friday, this 22nd of December, 7.45 p.m. Eastern time. That's the one good thing about South America. The time zones aren't kind of line up good with us, us people in, in North America. Um. 18 fights. We're going to cover all 18 of them, starting with the very first fight, right? Very first fight on the card. No, we'll give you the title. O and O. <laughs> Facundo Lorenzo versus one and O Enzo Pio, right? We're doing that one first. We are. We amateur are not. Fight. We, we are, are not. We're not doing amateur <laughs> fights in uh, Samurai Fight House. We, we did do one amateur well fight yet. this year for uh, we did. Cage Titans. We did a, a flyweight amateur title fight. Yeah, we're not above that. <laughs> we will scrape as low as, as low as we need to go. All right. Now we'll, we'll go to the uh, main card. All these fights are considered co-main events, <laughs> except for the main event. So here's, here's a uh, co-main event. Number one of four co-main events uh, is for the Samurai fight house Bantamweight championship. Moro Mastro Marini from Argentina versus Carlos Eduardo from Brazil. Three, five, all these are th- actually, all these are three, five minute rounds. It says, and then the main events, five, five minute rounds. Does that sound right? It doesn't you know how they but, do that. Okay. I, 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 <laughs> I think they're all. I think they're all five rounds. It's true. Uh, all right, we do not have any odds yet for this. Are we ever going to have odds for this? Gumby's thinking no. <laughs> I'm going to say I, I don't. Yeah, I don't typically see them all that often. There is a chance that some of the offshore ones, uh, because they're in like desperation times right now, they mm-hmm. seem to be posting stuff very early. Like we've got odds for Octagon. And right. I'm not talking yep. about no, no, no. I'm not talking about the good octagon from oh, from, from the one Czech with the C. Cru- yeah, with no, the no, no, no. There's another one with a K. <laughs> um, oh, really? There's two with yeah, the K. Okay. Yeah, and this one's just in like Kyrgyzstan or something like that, and it's it's not good. Um, and there's there's odds for those already posted. So like, I, the books might just get desperate enough that they start yep. offering something that you don't see. So I'll give you roughly what I think the odds will be anyway, and you can do with that what you will. Okay. That is fair enough. Um, all right. We're going to start off with, as I said, uh, Mastro Marini versus Eduardo. This is for the Bantamweight Championship. Eduardo, perhaps the greatest nickname of all time. Do you know his nickname, Gumby? I don't, I don't know any of these guys' nicknames. <laughs> his nickname is Carlin Let's Go. All right. <laughs> I, I, Carlin Le- Let's Go. Is that like Let's Go Brandon or whatever that thing you Americans used let, to say? Let, let's Go Carlin. <laughs> Let's go, Carlin. Um, Carl and his name's Carlos, which is interesting, sure. right? Sure, sure. I'm yes. sure there's something there. <laughs> your, your dog has something to say about it. What is your dog yeah. saying about it? Uh, Michael Bisping's pissed. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Is Michael Bisping the one that barks? Yeah, usually. Yeah, Muggsy Bogues really, is pretty chill. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. I, I really shouldn't. I really should stop killing time because we totally don't have to do four episodes today in 20 fights. All right, Carlin, let's go. 
14, five and one, four knockouts, four submissions. He's been knocked out twice. This is his Samurai Fight House debut right into a title fight. Two and one over his last three, three and three over his last six. He got knocked out in his last fight. Used fight down at Bantam. Is this this is Bantamweight, is it not? Yes. So used to fight up at Featherweight is what I meant to write down. I think uh, 2013 Pro MMA debut, an inch of height on Mastro Marini. Mastro Ramini, Dynamita, which translates to dynamite, surprisingly. Uh, he's 16 and 2, eight knockouts, five submissions. He's been knocked out once. So he's very durable. Uh, 4 0 in Samurai Fight House, and he is the champion of the world or that part of the world. Uh, he's won two straight and eight of nine. He also has multiple reach championships on his mantle. Correct. Get the shirt, sportsgamingpodcast.com slash store. Uh, used to fight at Featherweight as well. 12 years younger than Eduardo. Go ahead. Yeah, Master Marini is going to be the favorite here. Uh, yeah. I would say if I was putting a line on this, like negative 300 is probably right around my guess for him. I, uh, I I personally think this is supposed to be a fight to set him up. As far as a guy who's a prospect, though, I'm a little bit lower on Master Marini than I'm going to be on some of these other guys. He throws really wild when he lets his hands go um, to the point where you almost like worry about if he's going to get cracked on the way back, especially by like a talented counter puncher. But luckily for him, they found him a guy in Carlos Eduardo who kind of does the same thing. He's kind of just like a little bit sloppy on the feet and throws for big power and happens to have like a touch less of power. Um, Eduardo might, you know, if he's smart, he'll come into this fight and really want to grapple and just get Master Marini off of his feet and not throwing those big power punches. But I kind of don't feel like his takedowns are good enough to get him there anyway. Like his jujitsu is probably good enough for him to hold him there if he got there. I just don't think he's going to get him there. And then the big difference maker in this fight is definitely Master Marini's gas tank. Like the guy, like I said, throws big, wild, crazy punches. But the fact of the matter is, is he doesn't ever get tired. You know, like even deep into fights, he's throwing with the same kind of gusto. Whereas like Cardo Eduardo in his last fight looked kind of tired in the second round. I, I think ultimately Master Marini is just going to look like a much, much better fighter by halfway through the second round and he'll get a stoppage somewhere in there. Carlin, let's go. He's not going to go. He's going to go to sleep. I mean, possibly. let's go. Let's go home. Let's go to sleep. <laughs> uh, um, let's go back to the locker room. Sad. <laughs> it, it's almost like you've uh, seen these guys fight before. I have. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. You got to do research on all of these people, I assume. Or I guess some of them, you know. At least one so, of them, you know. The one we're going to talk about next, you know. So I know Mas I knew Master Marini. I knew okay, Viegos. Yeah. I knew Mansur. I yeah. knew Martinez. And I knew both the guys in the main event. All right, there you go. Look at this guy. Look at this hot shot. All right, we're going up a weight class. We're going to featherweight. For the uh, Samurai Fighters Featherweight Championship, co-main event, again, Kevin Valaios. Maximiliano, Maximiliano Perez, both from uh, Argentina. Perez, El Demonio. Do you know what that means, Gumby? It's pretty easy. I'm, I'm going to guess the demon. El Demonio. <laughs> huh? The demon? Correct. The demon. Yeah. Wow. Uh, he's 12 and 9, five knockouts, five submissions. He's been knocked out four times, submitted twice. This is his Samurai Fight House debut. He's lost two straight fights. He's only won one of his last five. So this is one of those showcase fights, I would call it. Uh, he's stepping into the title fight off of off of that uh, recent record. Was a regional champion, 2013 Pro MMA debut. Valeos El Chino is the nickname, the Chinese. That's the unfortunate nickname. Oh, yeah. I, I forgot about I remember talking about that before. Didn't we, didn't we Google that last time and we're like, is this really what it means? Yes, I think And we so. couldn't find yes. anything else. So we're just kind of accepting that that's what it is. Yeah. 
Um, I always thought it was like the chin because, you know, that would be nice. But no, the Chinese. So I don't know where it comes from. Maybe once he's on your show, Gumby, you can find out. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'll ask him. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he'll be on Top Turtle at some point. All right. Anyhow, Vallejo's 11-1, eight knockouts, one submission, never been finished in a fight. 8-0 in Samurai Fight House. He's a double champion, featherweight and lightweight. He's a champion. The one loss came in his last fight, which was on Contender Series. Uh, and he is 13 years younger than Perez. Go ahead. Yeah, Vallejo's, you're right. This is a showcase fight. If if lines do come out, he'll be negative 2,000. You know, like he he's that much better than Perez. The big piece here, he's so fast. Um, like he really was a guy who I think can hold his own in the UFC already. Like I, I think he could beat UFC featherweights. Um, I don't know how many because he's only 21 and he's still got room to grow. Um, but he got a very, very bad break in his contender series fight. He had to fight Jan Silva, who is a you know. Stop me if you've heard this one before. A fighting nerds dude was tough as nails and couldn't put him away, you know. And now, uh, I don't know if you've seen uh, Dean Silva is uh listed for his debut, I believe he fights on the 13th, the first fight card of the year. I think in his debut, he's a negative 600 favorite, so like that's just what Vallejos went up against. And so now he's you know, like I said, faster, younger. Uh, heavy hitter. He beat a UFC veteran already in Eduardo Garagori, and he's fighting a dude who's slow and has a bad chin. Uh, I mean, like, <laughs> there's not much more to say than that. Uh, yeah, negative 2,000 or whatever, still it's Vallejos. All right, there you go. Simple as that. Let's move on to the next fight. Hopefully it'll be more competitive. We shall see. Uh, this, this is a co-main event, Gumby, uh, for the vacant flyweight championship. I won't even bother asking you because you don't know why it's vacant, right? I don't actually know this one. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Diego Gomez Manzur from, is he from Cuba? Versus Marcos Sorios. Ch- Ch- Chile, I believe. Chile. I'm, I oh, think yes. he's Chile. The yeah. Chile uprising. I forgot. They're taking over. Versus Marcos Soria from Argentina. Uh, Soria is El Jara. Any idea what El Jara, J-A-R-R-A means? I don't know. The jar, very simple. Gummy, come on, <laughs> you can get these. <laughs> oh, sorry, the jug, excuse me. Same oh, thing, yeah. jar, the jug, the jug. Yeah, same, same uh, seven and four, seven and four with five submissions. He's been knocked out once, one and oh, on Samurai Fight House, lost win, loss over his last three, and used to fight down at Bantamweight. Gomez at Manzur, El Nino. You can get this one, right? Manzino. Is it the tiny Manzor apple? El Nino. Nino. Oh, El Nino. I thought you said Manzino. Uh, Manzino would be tiny apple. Um, yes. But uh, El Nino is the boy. Yes, the boy. Nine and one with six submissions. So we got a couple submission specialists going up against each other, which means we're going to get a crappy uh, kickboxing match more often than not. Um, he's never been finished in a fight. This is his Samurai Fight House debut. Won his last fight via submission. He's a regional champion. He's fought down at Bantamweight as well. And he's six years younger than Soria. The jug. Go ahead. Um, I'm going to go with Mansoura here. I think probably a pretty large favorite. I'm going to say like negative 275. Um, They're both not particularly great wrestlers. So remember I said, you know, there's a couple of prospects on here that I'm high on. Vallejos is one of them. Um, This is one of the ones I'm kind of like half on. I think Mansoura has got a chance to like kind of turn things around and be a halfway decent prospect. But I think the big issue with him is just like he needs better wrestling. Um, He's really good at jujitsu, but he he needs better wrestling. 
and and luckily, you know, you kind of mentioned it's a pair of submission specialists against each other. Marco Silva, same thing, just not particularly a great wrestler. I think at the end of the day here, the big difference maker is that Marco Silva, in quest of that wrestling, puts himself in bad positions. Whereas Mansur is, when he's looking for his wrestling, he looks for trips and body locks. Silva will shoot like a bad double leg from too far away, wind up with a front headlock, you know, have people take side control, you know, like all kinds of things like that. And I think if he does that once against Mansur, Mansur is going to take advantage of it and put him away. Um, so like kind of a good stylistic matchup for Mansur. As I said, I think he'll be the favorite um, if they do post odds on this one and uh, pr- probably a pretty easy win here for him as long as he counters one dumb move. Except he's not fighting Silva, he's fighting Soria. Put some respect on his name, Gumby. Why did I? Oh, is it Silva Soria? Why do I have Silva at the bottom? Oh, I don't know. Why? Because you're <laughs> dumb, maybe? I think it's Silva Because you don't Soria. respect him. Is it? It probably is. I think it's Silva Soria. <laughs> yeah. South Americans love the multiple last names. So uh, I will, I will give you a pass on that. All right. I'm going to tell you about one of our, a couple more of our sponsors. Then we're going to wrap up Samurai fight house. Uh, who am I going to tell you about game time? Of course, uh, maybe you want to get some tickets for a Christmas or whatever you celebrate this time of year present. Perhaps you just want to get some tickets for yourself. Um, you might think it's too late to get tickets for something. No, because the game time is got you covered because they are the spot to go for last minute tickets. They are the place for last minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals and tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals and tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. Once again, MMA in the more bucket. The game time guarantee means you always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section in a row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. You can snag tickets without the stress with game time. Game time tickets make the perfect holiday gift. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And the place that will help you get some money to buy those tickets would be Hall of Fame Bets. You win bigger by betting smarter. This NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea in the Hall of Fame Bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. You shall go to the Comey event. Oh, wait a minute. All these fights have been co-main events. All right. This is for the <laughs> vacant strawweight championship. Julieta. Oh, sorry. Female vacant uh, strawweight championship. Julieta Martinez versus Fatima Juarez, both from Argentina. Some Argentina versus Argentina violence. Juarez, the Chiquita. Gumby? The small girl. The little one. Close. But yeah, maybe maybe your translation is better than Google. Uh, she's 7-0. and oh, The perfecta, they could call her. I'm sure that's how you say per- perfect. Uh, she's 7-0 with five knockouts. Uh, this is her debut in Samurai Fight House. Uh, she won her last fight via knockout. Martinez, La Ninja. I wonder what that could mean, Gumby. <laughs> the, the Tough ninja. one, right? The, the Ninja. Samurai Fight House <laughs> with a Ninja. Perfect. This is this is a good uh, good combination. Um, she's 5-0. So someone's losing their O on uh, the 22nd. 5-0, three knockouts, one submission. All of her fights have been in Samurai Fight House. She is the Atomweight Champion. And has defended the title once. Now she's moving up to strawweight to try to become a double champ. 
11 years younger than Juarez. I believe she's 19. She is 19. Is. Yep. 2004. That's wild. She's almost, I almost have a child that old. Um, she's 11 years younger than Juarez, four inches taller. This is another, no, actually, I was going to say this is a showcase fight, but no, she's fighting a undefeated person with uh, knockout power. So perhaps it's not, but uh, go right ahead. Yeah, I think this is a fighter that they really like in Julie Martinez. And I think she's she's coming up to straw weight because I think they know yep. she's close to being able to take that step forward. But I actually think they gave her more than she could chew here. Um, Juarez is going to be seen as the underdog in this fight. Like if there were odds, I would guess like plus 200, plus 225. Um, but I actually like her in this fight. I, I did promise people that I was no longer going to pick short kings. Oh, I she's. Guess, I was gonna say, do you know how tall she is? She's a short queen. Uh, yes, so that's different. It's true. There you go. <laughs> she, she's she four makes, foot ten. Yeah, she makes Marduk Man look real tall. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is a joke only people who are really in that will get. Um, but I, I like her here because uh, for a couple of reasons. Number one, Julieta Martinez is a Taekwondo specialist, so she throws tons of kicks, and she's you know. Like, she's regularly throwing like little push kicks for range and stuff like that. That's a nightmare to get taken down. And Juarez is actually pretty damn good at takedowns and pretty good at keeping people on the ground. Also, if you're short like that, the height thing is generally not a big issue unless you just can't get close to your opponents, which I also don't think is a problem for her because what she's kind of developed as a result of being so much shorter than everybody is that like big, heavy overhand right that then closes the distance and can become a double leg or can become clinch work against the cage. Um, and I actually really like that style for somebody who's that size. And clearly it's working for her. She's landed a lot of those big shots up over the top. Um, I think Martinez stands a little bit tall. That also plays right into the big overhand right possibility. So uh yeah, I'd, I'd say if there's an underdog I like on this card, and I don't like a lot of underdogs on this card, um, I bet you Juarez would be an underdog, and she would be one worth taking. This uh, Gumby knows what crowd is listening here. You're making Marnik man jokes, like uh, Marnik man jokes. <laughs> that's that's a, deep, a deep cut. Um, so, do so you think you're hoping in the plus two hundred range? You said for Juarez. Yeah, I, I think, you know, just because Julie seems to be the poster child for this organization, you know, like they really want her to be the next big thing. I mean, she's 19. She won their Adam Weight title already. They're putting her in a UFC uh, adjacent division now. Like, it just makes sense. They're trying to push her. Um, but I, I think they probably were like, we need to get her a real opponent, somebody who's not, you know, like two and two. And I think yeah. the person they went out and found looks, you know, like somebody who would would look easier right like who wouldn't put her against somebody 410 and be like oh yeah that's gonna make the taekwondo specialist happy but she's kind of like a little bulldozer who there, hits really hard yeah all right there you go time for the main event no more home main event nonsense this is for the samurai fighters welterweight championship carlos petruzella from argentina versus nicholas martinez the challenger from uruguay i will tell you about the challenger first martinez el toro gumby easy one for you the bull the bull correct uh eight and four two knockouts five submissions he's been knocked out once submitted once this is a samurai fighters debut win loss win over his last three won his last five via tko that was back in december uh of last year though i think it was christmas day perhaps um 2013 was his pro made debut uh petrozella tito is the nickname Tito versus El Toro. There you go. Uh, 11 and 0, five knockouts, six submissions. So he's finished everyone. 7 and 0 in Samurai Fight House. He is the champion. He's already successfully defended it three times. Used fight at Bantamweight. 10 years younger than Martinez. 
two inches taller. This is the other sh- quote unquote showcase fight on the card. Yeah, I think he'd probably be negative three fifty. Um, if you okay. you asked me to place it, and yeah, he's he's the pick here, Petrosella. He, he he fights like his house is on fire, and he's got to get home. Um, you know, like he just comes out of his corner swinging for the fences, and as soon as he gets too close to continue swinging for the fences, he shoots a monster double. Um, and he's pretty damn good at all of those, to be honest. Like, you know, I don't I don't know where he'd rank against like UFC level guys, but like against the regional guys he's fought, nobody seemed to have an answer for it, and he's gotten tons of guys out of there early. And I just happen to think Martinez is a terrible, terrible, terrible time in this fight because of the fact that he, he's had trouble with takedowns before. So even if he's able to stay away from those big shots that Petrozella fights with, the distance is going to get closed. They're going to be in the clinch. And in, in Martinez's last fight, like a very simple hip throw took him down right at the beginning of the fight. He looked tired after grappling for a while, got taken down easy in the second round. Like, I think Martinez is just going to have such a hard time with the grappling. And that's if he survives the rest of it. So, yeah, give me Petrozella. I think, uh, you know, like I said, negative 300 makes sense to me. All right. There you go. Let's recap it quickly. We got Petrozella. I'm saying we because I'm in on it too. We got Juarez. We got Gomez Manzur. We've got Velagos. And we have Mastro Marini, correct? That's it. Any of these fighters, uh, do you predict any of these people we're going to see in the UFC or contender series? Vallejos will we'll be back. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no one else? Not, uh, I guess, depends how Martinez does and Petrozella. Yeah, I think Petrozella and Martinez both just like need different. And, and the same with Master Marini. Like, I, I think all right. of them probably just need to round out their game a little bit better. So it, it'll be a question of like, how can they progress where they are in their, their career and what does that look like? Yeah. All right, there you go. Hopefully you enjoyed the episode. If you listened this long, you must have enjoyed it or you're really bored or you can't uh, access your phone currently. You hate your in-laws, maybe. Yes, you hate hate your life. I thought you were going to say you hate your life and or your in-laws. Maybe that goes hand in hand. Um, Anyhow, we'll be in the Discord if you want to chat. Probably even on Christmas Day, we'll be in the Discord. We're always in the Discord. Someone is, even if we are not, someone will be. That would be sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash a Discord. Uh, might just be um, Scooby in there talking about darts, but someone will be in there in the fight in the fight channel talking. Uh, you can also hit us up on Twitter if that is your jam. We're at SGPN, SGPN MMA. Gumby runs that for us. He's at Gumby Vreeland, not much at Fox Writer. Um, the same handle on Instagram. Gumby's got the top Twitter MMA podcast. I just listened to it this week. Um, you do a you do a title prediction thing um, for. 2024 UFC and you interview a couple people off of your eye favors a one event, which we covered last episode. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Jacob Rosales and Jose Avalos. There you go. So listen to those good interviews and then you can get into my Substack, money. MMA.substack.com. I got lots of new things planned for the new year, but in the meantime, I'm still pumping out content there. So check it all out. And then obviously uh, everything good in the sports gambling sphere is at sports And sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Help us crush corporate gambling. All right, we'll be back tomorrow with another regional fight card for you. Uh, will be me, Carlin, let's go, Fox, and Dynamita, Gumby Vreeland, and we'll talk to you then. Bye.